Jesus. We thank you for this morning. For your grace and your glory. That is upon our lives. Thank you. For the resurrection of Jesus. That we are celebrating today. A special day has been set aside to celebrate this. But it's our celebration. It is our celebration day. For we are what we are because Jesus died and rose again. We ask that as we look into your word, let your word transform us in the name of Jesus. Let miracles take place in our hearts, in our lives, in our bodies. The power in embedded in your word. Let it be released this morning. In Jesus' name. We see him and we see ourselves in him just like he sees us. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This morning I want to share with us on life after resurrection. Life after resurrection. After the resurrection of Jesus, life continued. Praise God. Hallelujah. And in Romans chapter 6, you know, we're Romans Paul begins to explain to us what this resurrection life is about and, and how, what its effect should be on us. Amen. Amen. In verse 3, he says, don't you know? Praise God. Hallelujah. In verse 6, he says, knowing this. In verse 9, it says, knowing that Christ being raised from the dead. In verse 11. It says, likewise, reckon you yourselves. So we see that Paul places emphasis on knowing. He wants us to know some certain things. Because resurrection life will make will not make much meaning to us. If we do not know or recognize certain things. These truths are salient for us to live the resurrection life. In Second Corinthians chapter five. Second Corinthians five. Just follow me. Emma, tell me. Verse fourteen. Esse kerila. Verse fifteen. Says and that he died for all, that they which live should not henceforth live unto themselves 
but unto him who died for them and rose again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So, in other words, the death and the resurrection of Jesus ought to have an effect on how we live. He says, as a result of the fact that Jesus died and rose again. He said he died for all. So that we will live not to ourselves again. But we are to live our lives for him. <laughs> he says we are to live unto him. Amen. So my living, how I live my life, must be a reflection a reflection of the resurrection life that I received Let's go back to Romans. Romans and chapter 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. So he says, he wants you to know this. That as so many of us as were baptized into Jesus were baptized into death. So what does it mean to be baptized unto Jesus? Obviously he's not talking about water baptism. He's talking about the new birth. To be baptized into something is, means to be immersed into something. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So we have we have come into Christ. He said, as we will, we've got to know this. It means you are a partaker of the death of Jesus. So he not only died for you, you died with him. You know, we celebrate that he died for us. But Paul is saying he not only died for us. We've got to reckon ourselves that when he died, we died with him. So we we let me say it again. He not only died for us. We died with him. So you've got to see yourself at the cross. That that is not just Jesus. I died with him. That is what is called identification. Two things, two things happened. There was substitution there, and there, was, there is identification. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So we celebrate substitution but in the new creation when a person gets born again he not only celebrates substitution that Jesus took his place. No, he goes further to celebrate identification. That Jesus died, therefore I died. He didn't just die for me. He died 
and I reckon myself that I died with him. He said, therefore, if we died with him, he was not just buried for us. Next verse says, we are buried with him. By baptism, many as have experienced the new birth. When you when you experience the new birth, he's saying you've got to know this. He didn't just die for you. You died with him. You were actually there. When he died, you are a partaker of the death of Jesus. And so you are also a partaker of the burial. When he was buried, you were buried with him. Hallelujah. 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 And uh, if you took part in the death and took part in the burial, he says you will have of necessity will have to take part in the resurrection. So he says uh, if we have been planted together in the likeness of his death, Definitely, we will also be in the in the in 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 the likeness of his resurrection. So he says, you've got to know this. In verse six, that our old man. Someone said, ah, now I know how my old man died. No, my father, my old father, my, you know, uh, my, my popsy. <laughs> Someone said, ah, now I know how Paul's father died. <laughs> yeah, hallelujah. Maybe Paul's father was the one that was on the left side <laughs> when Jesus Christ was crucified. <laughs> No, he wasn't talking about his support. <laughs> Hallelujah. He was talking about the old nature. He said, now my old man is crucified. Knowing this, that my old nature was crucified with him. So that the body of sin might be destroyed. What does it mean to be destroyed? It doesn't mean to stop existing. It actually means that it ceases to have the effect that it used to have. It, it means that when the person gets born again, the body of sin no longer has power to rule over him. What's the difference between the believer and the unbeliever? The one that doesn't know Jesus and the one that knows Jesus. He's, this is the difference. One has the life of God. The other does not have the life of God. How does the resurrection how do you how do you how do you experience the life of God? He says that Jesus died for our sins and he rose for our justification. What does that mean? That the resurrection of Jesus is proof that God has given to us justification. It is evidence. What is justification? It means just as if you have never sinned. Just as if you have never sinned. Meaning you are now righteous. So the resurrection of Jesus is the evidence that you are now righteous. The resurrection of Jesus 
is the evidence that righteousness has now been provided by God. Everyone wants to feel righteous before God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so many do it by trying to be to please God with their works. But God, but God says that no. I'm the one that will provide it by the resurrection of the Son of God. He provided righteousness. So anyone that believes in Him automatically, suddenly, once and for all, becomes the righteousness of God. Why? Because he received a life. Someone says, I gave my life to Christ. No, you don't give your life to Christ. Because you have no life to give to Christ. You are dead in sin. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so to resurrect you, <laughs> he gave you his life. He gave you his life. So when you receive Jesus, you receive his life. You receive resurrection life. You are a partaker of that resurrection. Hallelujah. So he's saying that now that you know this, knowing that our old man is crucified with him, Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Open your Bible to it. Open your Bible to it. Open your Bible to it. Galatians 2, verse 20. Galatia. Glory to God. He said, I am crucified with Christ. I am crucified with Christ. I'm a believer here. Why don't you say to yourself, I'm crucified with Christ? Colossians chapter 3. Verse 3. Uh-huh. Verse 3. For you are dead. You know, I usually, whenever we post this scripture, I usually ask us a question. Amen. How many dead people do we have here? Why is it that we always laugh every time? <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. Okay, so Hallelujah. Let's, read it, let's read it together. For what? Say for I. Need to read me to cool. For you are dead. Paul says, knowing this, you've got to know this. Paul, you need to know this. For resurrection life to have effect on your daily living. It it you are dead. I'm dead. It's a dead man talking to you here. Oh, Kulomba is So celebrate your death. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, God. For you are dead. But stop there. It says your life is hid with Christ. So back to Galatians 2.20. He says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But the life and the life that I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God. So the life that we live now is not our life. Tell your neighbor, say so neighbor, as a believer, your life is no longer yours. Hallelujah. My life. Come on, say, say, say. My life is no longer mine. 
Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ that liveth in me. Back to Romans chapter 6. He says, knowing this, what am I to know? That our old man is crucified with him. The body of sin. The constituent of sin. Might be destroyed. Why? What will not happen? That henceforth. We should no longer serve sin. So what is the effect of the life of God? That henceforth. I will no longer serve sin. So the resurrection life. Therefore, affects my everyday living. In such a way, I will no longer serve sin. It therefore must affect my relationships with men. It therefore must affect my relationship with God. It affects the way I relate with men. It becomes easier for me to live the love life. Because the love life is the, is the life of God. In demonstration. Listen to me. When you claim to be a believer, praise God. Hallelujah. It, it is not just by mouth alone. It must be demonstrated. You know, you know John, says, John says that, you know, we have not seen God before. So anybody can say, I love God. Anybody can say, I love God. I love God. I love God. I love God. But it says, how do we prove that we love God? We prove our love for God by demonstrating it on how we relate with men. Hallelujah. And so resurrection life must affect how we relate with men. 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Follow me, I'm going somewhere. I'm talking about life after resurrection. We read that scripture earlier. 2 Corinthians In verse 15. From verse 14. He says, for the love of Christ constrains us. Because we just judge. He says, the love of Christ constrains us. Please, do you have the amplified version? Give me the amplified. If you have the amplified version. For the love of Christ controls if you're, if you're alone, own diary. The life of God does what? The love of God does what? If you're alone, own shaking me, own diary. The love of God controls. If you're alone, own diary, it urges us. Own diary, it impels us. Because we are of the opinion and conviction. How, why does the love of God control us? The love of God controlling us is the life of God controlling us. This resurrection life is the love of God controlling us. Hallelujah, Jesus is alive. Hallelujah, But this life must control us. It must control 
closer in our relationships with one another. It must control us in our relationships with our, in our marriages. It must control us in our relations with our chiefs, with our children. The manifestation of the life of God must be manifested in our relationships with men. We we should no longer serve sin. When our relationships with men does not, we don't see the love of God flowing. It means that we are serving sin. It says, don't let sin have dominion over you. Romans chapter 6 verse 14. So when he says, don't let it. Praise God. Hallelujah. It means that you have the power not to let it. If you are carrying your child and there is fire there, right? You you can you have the power to control your child not to let your child into that fire. You know when thieves are caught and they and they ask them why did you do it so say, it was the devil it was the devil hallelujah hallelujah but listen really it was the devil but you know what the new creation can let can let it and he can refuse to let it. Why? Because the resurrection life broke the power of sin. It destroyed the power of sin. The power of sin has been broken over the believer. So that's why he says, don't let it. The one that you can control means that you can disallow it. You can determine determine its function and its control and its effect in your life. Someone says, I don't know. Anytime I see, I, I see. Anytime I see my wife like this, I mean, I, 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 I just get angry. Hallelujah. 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 No, that's, that means you are not letting the life of God control. Praise God. Hallelujah. Says, well, I don't know. Anytime I just face that temptation, I just fall in. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to fall in. Oh, you know, that is he says, don't, he said, let not sin have <laughs> dominion. He said, it won't have dominion over you. <laughs> because the power of sin has been broken. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to. I, when, I can, when I'm in a rage like that, I'm not able to ah, control my emotions. You know what the Bible tells us? It says, don't let anger, don't let wrath, don't let evil speak in, don't let Quarrels. He said, let it not be named amongst you. What should be named amongst you? Resurrection life. So, hallelujah. 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 No, say, I've got the life of God. Are you sure about that? Come on, if you are confident about this, say, I've got the life of God. Romans chapter 6, let's go. Back. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The resurrection life must have effect in my life. I should not just celebrate resurrection every but, but it should show forth in my relationship with people. Hallelujah. It should show forth in living a life of holiness. Amen. He said, uh, verse 7. Uh, he said, for he, let's read it together. Let's read it together. So you can hear it, right? Verse 7. 
want to go. For he that is dead is what? Come on, I can't hear you. For he that is dead is what? He's freed from sin. Colossians 3 verse 3. For you are dead. For you are dead. For you are dead. So if you are dead, what does that mean? It means that you are freed from sin. For he that is dead is freed from sin. It's a statement of fact. It is what God has done in Christ. So when a person receives Jesus, he has got to reckon himself. What does it mean to reckon? It means to account. It means to put into your own account. It means to recognize. It means to know that this is what has happened to me. That when I died with Christ, I became free from sin. I want to be free from sin. When you receive Jesus, you became free from sin. It's like a child in the womb. When the child is in the womb, the child eats, isn't it? He eats from the umbilical through the umbilical cord. And it's surrounded by amniotic fluid. That is a water, isn't it? It's surrounded by it. But when the child, immediately the child is born, the child becomes free from amniotic fluid. The child becomes free from umbilical cord. The child starts to breathe naturally immediately. Freed from that environment. Glory to God. No wonder Jesus said that even though you are in this world, he said you are not of this world. Hallelujah. You belong to another kingdom. You've got to recognize that. You've got to know that. Don't be like the child of the king who does not know that he's a child of the king and is being treated like a commoner. All because he does not know that he is a child of a king. But the day he knows it and recognizes it and accepts it as truth even though the environment it may be the same his mindset changes and he to walk and relate like the child of the king. Are you a believer? Have you received Jesus into your heart? You are now a child of the king. Even though you are in this world, we are no longer subject to the elements of this world. We are no longer subject to the elements of wickedness. There is wickedness all over the world. What the Bible says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. That is the effect of the resurrection life in you. What does this resurrection life do? It subdues. It has the power to subdue. Anything that is not of God, it can subdue sickness. It can subdue poverty. It can subdue sin. It can subdue anger. It can subdue all kinds of wickedness. The Bible tells us that by faith, the sins of old, they quenched the fires. They 
stopped the mouths of lions. They did all kinds of powerful things. Because God was at the back of them. When you have the life of God, God is at the back of you. Recognize this. This is who you are. You are not ordinary anymore. You've got the life of God inside of you. When Jesus died, you died with him. When he rose, you rose with him. Hallelujah. 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 You can now love and not hate. You can now love and not hate. You can now walk in love irrespective of whoever is before you. The Bible says that we should forgive just like God in Christ forgave us. How did he forgive us? He forgave us before we committed the very first sin. Over 2,000 years ago, he forgave you. Before your grandparents were born, it has been put in the record. After Jesus died and rose, we now have forgiveness of sins. Now, so what do you do in relation to man? Whatever my husband does, I can forgive him. Whatever my wife does, I can forgive him. Whatever my child does, I can forgive her. Whatever that brother does, I can forgive in advance. Because God forgave me in advance. Is that possible? Yes. Because you resurrected with Christ. You rose up with Christ. You rose up with Christ. Says, ah, it's difficult, Pastor. Ah, ah, you are just talking, you are just sweetening mouth. No, this is the reality. He that is dead is freed from sin. I remember some years ago someone that listened to me on radio called me I said pastor I'm in trouble I need deliverance I said what deliverance do you need he said oh I masturbate a lot and, and, and this and this this thing is really troubling me I'm in serious bondage I said, well, once what you something must have exposed you to it. I said, do you watch X uh, X rated movies? He said yes. I said you have to cut off the sauce. I said, Pastor, I can't do it. I said, I, I said, are you a believer? Have you received Jesus into your heart? He said yes. I said that's it. I took him to this scripture. In Romans chapter 6. Say he that is dead. Is freed from sin. And I showed him this other one. This one you are dead. And what's the characteristics of a dead person? He's freed from sin. So. The Bible says, I should preach deliverance. He said, Pastor, can I come to your place so you can come and pray for me? I said, no. You don't have to come. I'm preaching deliverance to you right now. The Bible says, he that is dead is free from sin. You are dead. I said, start telling Say to me, I'm dead. I'm dead. So I wrote out a confession to him for him. I sent it to him. I said, make this your daily three day dose. I mean, three times a day dose. Morning, afternoon, evening. Just keep telling yourself, I'm dead. I'm dead. So I'm free from masturbation. I'm free from sin. He was on, we were on it for about two months. Until eventually, he announced to me, Pastor, I'm, I'm done with this. 
Hallelujah. Listen. Whatever it is you are struggling with. When it comes to releasing the life of God on this side of the the Bible says you are dead. Recognize yourself as such. Recognize yourself as such. Recognize yourself as such. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm hammering on relationships this morning. Because a believer, when it comes to resurrection life, exhibiting it. Demonstrating it is amongst men. Like I said earlier, anybody can say, I love God. Amen. How do we know? Is how you love your brother. How you love your sister. Is resurrection life flowing? Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. Those of us who are parents, something happened to me last week. I was, I, I was coming home. I came home. And I heard, I just heard footsteps. My two of my daughters. They, they ran upstairs. What's okay? As I was about to enter the house, I said, "What?" I was so angry. You know, they beat me. Come back here. Why are you girls running away from me? Am I a lion? <laughs> that really got to me. Ah, it, um, um, One said, eh, eh, "Daddy, daddy eh, eh, I have not, daddy, I have not, you know, he's just, he's just, he's just trying to give up." But what I felt it in my heart. My children should not run away from me. Maybe I need to start examining myself. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! God, you know, we don't run away from God. The love of God, when we know it, it causes us to run to him. So I started to question myself. How much of the love of God in me have I demonstrated to this girl? no matter the kind of state they are in, they can run to me. Hallelujah. 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 It must be shown and demonstrated. And how we relate with men. That's my message of resurrection this morning. We know Jesus has died. He rose for us. But how do we relate with men? When it comes to resurrection. Do we find it easy to forgive? Do we find it easy to walk in love towards me? The Bible says, by this shall That you what? You are my disciples. If you walk in love towards How is your home like? What's your testimony at work? There are some of us. We are good guys outside. We are, we are good, good women outside. But when we are in our house, what's the testimony? What's the testimony of our spouses? What's the testimony of our children? What's the testimony of, of our neighbors? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Resurrection life must affect you. So you are not living for yourself. No. He didn't call you to live for yourself. The life I now live. He said we have got to recognize that he died for all so that we can live for him. He died for all so that you and I can live for him. I'll live for Jesus. 
Day after day. Do you know what that means? It means that you, don't live, you are not living to please yourself. No, no. It's not about living to please yourself. Someone says, well, I'll do what I like to do. No, you don't do what you like to do. He died so that you can live for him. He died so that you can live for him. He died so that you can live for him. The life I now live is my life. It's a life of Jesus. Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. Oh, more and more people will come to honor the Lord. Don't worry, sit down, sit down. They will come to honor the Lord when they see how you live for him. Oh, more who gave me life to live it is jesus who saved me from this age it is jesus all the way that his wife he has the same. Jesus, you don't direct the sea. Ye me, you know you must intend Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want you to bow down your head. If I can tell you, Abba, are we living for Him? How much are we living for Him? Ba woni asheng big be sea ye wa fun ba wono sheto. In our relationships with men. In our relationships at home. In our relationships with our relatives. In our relationships in our neighborhoods. It is is it Jesus? Is it the one controlling? Show He said uh, that the love of God controls us. It calls for a commitment. It calls for consecration to live for him. Jesus, you died for me. You took my place. And I died with you. And so the life I live you know, you know, sometimes we just live life on our own terms. No, no. It shouldn't be on your terms. That is what it means to have Jesus as your Lord. Glory to God. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. I want you to pray. Speak to God. From your I receive grace. This morning. My life will be lived to please you. It must be the resurrection life of God. Speak to God this morning. And I can't close this service without extending an invitation to anyone here. If you haven't received Jesus into your heart, you know for sure that you haven't received Jesus. Into I was preaching to someone, someone, some time ago, and he said, ah, 
How can someone how can someone say he's going to die for me? Everybody has to pay for his works. No, if you are going to pay for your works, you are going to end up in hell. Because you can never please God by your works. You can receive salvation. Except the one that God has done through Christ Jesus. Don't you think that's the easier way out? God does does not demand my performance before he he saves me. He says I have done it. You accept it. He wants you to accept it. So if this morning you have not done so this morning, I want to extend the invitation to you and asking you please come to Jesus. He wants you to receive him into your heart so that you can become a child of God indeed. That is what it means to be born again. If you would like that, please could you rise, lift up your hands and I'm going to pray with you. Anyone like that here? In front, at the back, you want to say, I want to receive Jesus into my heart. I believe Jesus is the son of God. And I want to live my life for him. Anyone like that? Please, there's nothing to be shy about. Please lift up your hands and I want to pray with you. Why am I asking you to lift up your hands? So that we can recognize you and be able to assist you. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. Say now is the acceptable time. Anyone like that here? Anyone like that here? Thank you, Lord Jesus. Anybody outside like that? Is anyone outside? Please let's 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 be sure. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. The resurrection life of Jesus must not be in vain in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you for the resurrection of Jesus. Thank you for what he has done for us. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice. May it be manifested in our lives. In our relationships. With men. In our homes in our neighborhoods, at our workplaces, that will be the fragrance of the knowledge of Christ to everyone in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.